We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gairamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Hey, Hello and welcome to Bestie Hotline. Bring, bring. I'm Kate Revsity Doo Day, and here's my bestie, Gem Shmem. Gem Shmem in the house, aka Gemma Pranita of Gemma Pina on the Instagram. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, yeah, remix. How are you, babe? I'm good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. End of the week. End and of I'm the week. Especially excited, Revzy, because we are inching. And by inching, I mean we are days, days away. Days from going on tour. Oh my God, we can't wait to see you first, Melbourne. They are our guinea pig audience. Oh, it's going to be the best first ever audience. I feel like that's a special. Like you never forget your first, you know? <laughs> it's true. It's either going to be our best or our worst. Best. Like the first time you have sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be complicated, but it's going to be amazing. 99% anticipation, 1% delivery. No, 100% <laughs> delivery. Kidding. Obviously. Melbourne, we can't wait to be in you. We are days from heading off. In you. We just can't wait to meet you all, hang with you, sing with you, dance with you, all the things. Hey, just quietly, Gem, I thought I would say, unrelated to the live show and venues, but I recently discovered that a whole bottle of wine fits in my Frank Green water bottle, Gem. Oh. Unrelated to the live shows, just dropping that fact. If you wanted to unscrew your Frank Green water bottle, you could fit an entire bottle of wine in there. Unrelated, as I said, to the live shows. But fun fact on your Friday. I have to say, Revzy, the size of your Frank Green water bottle semi-offends me. It's so big. I know, it's like doing weights as well as getting your water in. The only term that comes to mind is lug. Like you you lug lug it around. around. I do. And you know what? It is my emotional support water bottle. And I've never drunk so much water in my life. I smash three of these a day. Three liters of water a day. Never have I done that before in my life. Don't tell me that's bad for me. I can't handle it. I feel like every single health book suggests drink more water. Yeah, like like a tipping point where you're like, oh, that's too much water. (laughs) Look, my sister-in-law calls me my brother and my mum camels yeah she's like yeah you guys are camels like you just don't drink water Mm -hmm. and it's true yeah i'm a cup a day if i'm lucky oh girl yeah all right we gotta do a whole overhaul on you more sleep more water no i'm a low sleep needs low hydration needs gal i am sure you are (laughs) that's why you always feel so great Hey, someone's called the Bestie Hotline and we should listen to her dilemma and see if we can juice it into some ice cold spicy cocktail lemonade. Do you know what I can drink a Frank Green water bottle full of? lemonade. Hi, Revs and Gem. Um, I'm separating from my partner of six years. We have two beautiful children, um, but we've always been really great co-parents and we intend to keep living together despite our romantic separation. I'm wondering if you can give me any advice for how we can set up our schedule, life, timetable um, and living arrangement so we can untangle the romantic side of our relationship from the parenting side. Um, I'm excited about our new life, but I don't have any models to follow. I can only think of Jerry Hall and Mick Jagger <laughs> as my inspo. Um, and I figure you guys have a lot of friends and a lot of experience with families that look different to the traditional. And I really value your advice. Thank you. 
Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a big one. Huge. I wouldn't say we have a lot of experience with families that look different shapes. We have some. Mm-hmm. I still think we're quite early, would you say? Definitely. I mean, I personally have the cookie cutter, <laughs> traditional looking family. But what I will say and what really resonated with me with our DL is that I am a child mm. of divorced parents who separated and then continued to live together for a few years. Yeah. I find it fascinating to hear that someone else is considering this path very happy to hear that you co-parent well yeah I mean it's impossible to live with someone that you cannot co-parent well with but what I will say is if your children respond to this the way I did which was to be in complete denial Mm. about your parents separating because it is confusing yeah I remember as an eight-year-old feeling confused when my parents sat me down and said so mummy and daddy are getting a divorce And I remember flooding them with questions like, where will we live? Who's moving out? Because Mm. even at eight years old, being a child of divorced parents meant being in a broken family. Mm. Like it had all the negative connotations. I didn't have positive examples of functioning under one roof, divorced families, I suppose. And so for me, I was like, okay, they've separated and they're telling me that they love each other, but that their love has changed from the love of lovers to the love of best friends. This is how my parents framed it to my eight-year-old brain. And then I went, but they're still going to live together. Therefore, I'm not going to tell anyone Mm, because nothing's changing yeah literally nothing changed and when my friends came over for sleepovers because sleep unders weren't a thing then Mm -hmm. and fully stayed the night through to the morning they all witnessed that oh Jem's mummy and daddy are both here so Mm. there was no reason for them to question the status of my parents relationship yeah so I hit it but with that came some shame yeah right Mm. okay and confusion definite confusion and it wasn't until I moved to Australia years later with my mum and my new stepdad that I was like oh okay Uh, this is them separating yeah yeah but by that point I was sort of adjusted I don't know it's a confusing time but I guess what I want to say to our DL is like it's okay if your child just wants to pretend you're still a nuclear family I mean I would get some advice if you have the privilege of being able to get some psychology appointments to go over this either with a psychologist you and your co-parent, you on your own or with a child psychologist, even a couple of sessions. It's very helpful. There are a lot of resources, government resources, although they can feel quite cold, (laughs) but there are lots of handbooks on relationshipsaustralia.com. That's helpful. The big thing that always comes out, if I can pick one overarching theme with, you know, how to help your kids through separation and divorce, it's always like put the kids first, but be explicitly clear with them to an age appropriate level. Level. So mm. what you're saying, Jen, about being confused, like that's really normal, right? I know when we sat down and told our kids what was going on, I think they understood, but it, yeah, it wasn't until someone moves out mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, or to the first handover or the first couple of handovers or changeover or whatever. So yeah, I think if you can live together and that's possible, it sounds like a really great goal. It will require 
a lot of talking to your kids. And if you've been together six years and you have two kids, I'm imagining they're quite young. Mm. So like the oldest, their eldest could be is six. Six, yeah. So I that's think young. That's like Rafa, little. Rafa's five. Yeah. And she would be cluey if Hubs and I sat her down and said, yeah, you know, mummy and daddy are going to separate. Or I don't even know what the age appropriate language would be to a five-year-old. Well, anything that helps them understand the hugest bit of advice is like, don't make anything unclear or they're going to have a lot of questions and try and answer directly, you know, in an age appropriate way and make it about them. And the most important thing is they know that your love for them will never change. That love for your child is not like love for a lover or a best friend or a partner, but love between parent and child is unbreakable, that it will never change. It's not their fault. That's the thing that you just always hear when you're going through this is like, it's not your fault. You know, we're not breaking up because we have kids. Mm. Um, And my love for you will not and cannot change. Our family yeah, is just going to have a different shape. That's talking to the kids about it. But I think she's kind of asking us more about logistics, like what kind of setup can you do in this new life? I would highly recommend as much separation and division of time as you can. Yeah, I'm so interested to see what this looks like under the same household. Like I imagine they've moved to separate rooms, which is what happened with my parents. Actually, that was the significant change. Yeah. Was that, oh, mummy's moving to the spare room. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. So I suddenly understood because my parents shared a room. It's funny. My kids know no different yeah, yeah. than that already. you could get away with <laughs> a lot of like living together separation here and they wouldn't be any the wiser. Yeah. And uh, look, as long as you can keep your relationship with your ex-partner amicable, mm. a lot doesn't have to change for them. Like we lived so harmoniously mm. for three years under the same roof as a family and my parents were separated. Like yeah. I don't look back on that time feeling different. Yes, I did mention there was touches of shame, but actually it was harmonious. Yeah. Did you have dinner together? And we then? had dinner together yeah. and some nights we didn't. Yeah. And right. that was okay. So it's just like business as usual. They were both around. Yeah. And I'm sure maybe they had some setup with routine. I just wasn't aware of it because I guess there's that term in separation that's bird nesting mm. that I know some families mm-hmm. do. It doesn't work for everyone yeah. where the children stay in the home and then they rent another home and then the parents alternate coming to and from yeah. the primary home so that the kids environment doesn't change. Yeah. I know that works for some people and they do it for a few years and then, you know, one person repartners and then that eventually changes things. But it's funny, like I feel like the word shape is the perfect word yeah. because there is no one way or no. rule to how to do this. And DL, this is going to evolve. Yes. Like you are at the start of a journey and I can hear the calm in your mm. voice, which is like so nice to hear because I personally had zero calm when I started the separation process. Clearly, you've got a good thing with your co-parent and it's cool that you've identified that that's your relationship now and that, you know, it's going to evolve. That's life. That's life. Yeah. And this is a personality thing, but if you're not comfy with change, just like maybe doing some work on how things are going to change and you can take time and baby steps and all the things, but this whole situation will evolve. I would try and get some time for yourself and your ex-partner will probably need time to themselves as well to decompress and start to unpick what's going on. And yeah, I think the untangling of the relationship part Mm. requires strong boundaries Boundaries. on when you're on with parenting and when you get nights off. Yeah. And what does a night off 
look like? Does that mean your room becomes your sanctuary and then you're not parenting? I don't know. Because also it's exhausting going out every night, you know, not being around when yeah. you share a home. Yeah. Like if that's the expectation, like, oh, I'll have the kids tonight. It's like, oh, okay. So does is the expectation that I need to be out? Yeah. RDL's going to have to figure that out. Yeah. I would say as much predictability as you can give everyone, the mm. kids, your ex-partner and yourself, the easier it's going to be. For me, this is my personality and this might not work for you, but I would say like knowing I have every Tuesday night mm. completely free to myself to do whatever I want, it just helps me ground in like, okay, so that's what I'm going to do then and that's where they'll be and, and everyone knows where they are on a Tuesday, you know, and it just gives yeah. a sense of like predictability and what is a pretty unpredictable time. Yeah, and kids thrive within a framework yes. of security and routine. Yeah. I mean, that's just been proven time and time again that yeah. that's how they feel safest. So there will be a teething period, I'm sure, as you kind of muddle your way through, well, what works and what doesn't mm. work. But yeah, I think I have a similar personality to you, Revs. Like the predictability will help everyone. Also, it was a really big deal to me to get my own space mm. when I got my first apartment on my own, that place and the sort of sacredness that it was mine and I did it on my own and I had it just how I wanted it and set up for me and the kids I don't know that was a really big deal but that might be phase two for you and that's fine but yeah it could just be your room or some way that you go you know a Pilates class or a dinner with a friend something that's regular and yours is kind of really important also I would say finances try and get boundaries there too like what's the household money what's your money what's their money you know and this is the thing there's so many ways that you can approach that yeah. as well yeah but I would be trying to get some life organization mm. happening if you're gonna stay in the same physical space I would try and get some compartmentalizing going on in other areas of your life would be my hot take but I think you're amazing yeah I want to say pretty DL, rare. <laughs> if you can stay in the calm zone do because I love that for you yeah and I love that for your kids yeah just be you know a lot of generosity to yourself that this is will be an ever-evolving situation for many years Mm. dm me if you want don't dm me (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any insight there other than my eight-year-old perspective but good luck yeah good luck babe wow huge yeah it's absolutely huge huge. but she's got this it sounds like she's got this you Mm. can hear it in her voice she's totally got this there's a quiet confidence yeah yeah Thanks for being here, besties. It's Friday. Hope you've got some fun weekend plans. You got any gems? Yeah, look, I mean, might just be prepping for a live show. Might be. Better get some fam time in, huh? Look our children in the eye before we say bye. We're off on tour. Yeah, I will be doing a lot of kid time for sure. A lot of cuddles. A lot of cuddles. So many. This will be the longest I've been away from them. Me too. We love you, DLs. We love you so much. Any Melbourneian DLs tuning in who are coming to the show, we will see you there. Bye. Bye-bye.